everyone. Welcome back to Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. We have made it all the way to episode 47. I am Dylan here with Sam and Max Loga. Tonight, we get back to something we've done in the past, sort of. Episode 47, stay golden, go for girls. We'll be having our first ever reoccurring interviewee, Miss Sophia Romine, and she's bringing on a teammate, Miss Megan Plashko. So we're excited for this. We're going to do kind of like a Minnesota soccer preview. We're going to do like a Big Ten soccer women's preview and just random questions for them both. Um, so I'm really excited. And then, Sam, what else we got going on? Uh, we got your classic serenity now, a little sports roundtable, and then we'll end with some locks. And I'm personally looking forward to the locks this week. So, Because Sam went 3-0. Um, <laughs> well, Max, what a great artist from the state of Minnesota, singer. I don't know. Probably nobody. Prince? Wow. Yeah, Prince is. Good job. There's there's many others, but I hope you have some Prince tonight. Let's get it going, boys. Episode 47. <laughs> Stay gold. Go for girls. Yeah, no prince, no prince. I'm sorry. Conan? Who is that? Canon? Conan? Canon. Canon. Back when the World Cup songs were good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah, episode 47 today will be, we're a day late. We apologize. Um, our guests schedule, you know, they have exhibition soccer games going on. Uh, one of us was out in the great state of California. We won't point any fingers. And, uh, yeah, but this will be out on Thursday, August 10th. And... August. I know it's August, but keep going with your summer fun. All right, everyone, keep going. Also, we're going to switch things up tonight. We're going to do Cerny Now segment sponsored by State Dreaming Designs first. So pay $10, hop on, be our celebrity Cerny Now speaker, and receive an LTS shirt of your choice designed by State Dreaming Designs. Last week, we had Matt Iwanski. His shirt is currently in the makes, and it's going out this week. He's going to have it. He lives in Powder Springs, Georgia. Matt, don't worry, your shirt is on its way. Um, This week, it's just me. And I'm going to talk about the U.S. women's soccer. Um, I, you know, starting now, they're not moving on. Obviously, they lost to Sweden. Uh, penalty kicks, 0-0 game. I am not going to talk about how they played. I thought they played great. Uh, no, they didn't finish, and no, they didn't score, but they had a great game. Super effort. Um, I'm going to talk about their penalty kicks. We were all coached by Ken Cook, and Ken Cook went off on Facebook, soccer, Tawas soccer alumni group. He basically, it was like a five-paragraph thing. One of them, though, was penalty kicks. And he said, how do you not hit the net? How do you not force the goalie to make a save? And the U.S. woman did it three times because a post is not inside the net. Serenity freaking now. And we're starting with the U.S. We're, we're doing starting now first because I know all three of us want to say something about that soccer game and that soccer team. So starting now, U.S. women's soccer, but I will now turn it over to the both of you. Thoughts? I I am with you 110%. Don't, I thought they played well. I watched the whole game. They kind of dominated. They had 11 shots or something like that. Just Sam, we're going to circle back to you, what, four weeks ago? 
you let yeah. off this whole World Cup discussion. You were nervous about them scoring. So can't some... can't win can't win the World Cup if you don't score goals. Uh, a yeah. lot of teams are realizing three? that. Yeah, three. three goals against Vietnam. Yeah, yeah that's it. Vietnam and one against Netherlands. That's it. Yes, and the Netherlands was to just draw to you know claw back into that game that they probably should have lost against Netherlands. To be honest, um, yeah, I. To, I mean, upset is a word, but I would not say I'm surprised. Uh, I don't, I don't like all the talk about blaming the coach or blaming the play call. You have to put Megan Rapino in. That has to happen. What doesn't have to happen though is taking Alex Morgan out. I think that was a mistake leaving some Sophia Smith in too young, too too nap in there. I can, I can agree. I can get down with all that. Morgan but... Morgan buries that PK. Yeah, but at the end of the day, Sophia Smith doesn't even shoot, right? Megan Rapino. Yeah, yeah. Technically, been- she shouldn't. Have. Yes. And then I know what Max is going to say right now, and I hope he doesn't. If he doesn't, I'll say it. But Max, what do you think about that? About Megan Rapino? Yeah. Missing. Come on. Smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And then, she- <laughs> what more do you want me to say? I think it's. I think it's fucked up. That she's laughing and smiling as she misses a PK. Yeah, I know. I get it. Like, you're just trying to, like, laugh it off. Like, shit, I just pretty much cost our team probably the next round. And she was probably brokenhearted inside. But, too. I, you don't I, ever do that? I, Personally, I, I do that all the time. I, I, it's something so stupid. I tried calling I Dylan. I tried oh, calling Dylan. It was 4 a.m. where I was. I know. I tried <laughs> calling Dylan. He didn't pick up. I should have called you, Sam. I knew you would have been up, but you didn't answer the text. So I called her mom. Yeah. I called her mom, and she goes, everything okay? Because it's like 6 in the morning. Yeah, everything's fine. Just Megan Rapino. And she's like, yeah, I know. We're watching it here. Yeah, so. Hey, I mean, all in all, congrats to Sweden. I would say they're going to lose their next game, but at least they made it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll bring it back up to Sophie and Megan. Uh, Sophie actually did. I rewatched her. So, guys, she said that USA wasn't going to win. Um, she went with England and or Germany. So, one one pick was really bad, but one pick is potentially probably the right answer. Uh, so, we'll yeah. bring it back up to her who they think is going to win. But who do you guys um, have right now? Me, Japan. I'm sticking with my England. My England pick. Yeah. In the finals, I think so Australia yeah. versus Netherlands, and then Sweden versus no Sweden versus Japan, and Netherlands versus Spain, right? Yes, yes. yes. On that side, and I think the other side's a little more chalky. It's uh, other side is England uh, versus Colombia. You're going to root for Australia, Sam, but they have France, and that's a tough one. Yeah. So I could see Australia France. sat their star rotter in now. Oh, it came over for everybody. <laughs> oh, but France England would be a rematch of the end semifinals, so that'd be kind of crazy. All in all, I would say it's been a better World Cup with the additional teams, upsets, surprises, uh, and we're going to have a new winner. So, you know, it should be fun yeah. to watch yeah. it and see what happens. Just tough times, right? Like it's now Now I'm not going to go out of my way. I'm not going to set an alarm at 2 a.m. when I'm in California to go watch a game. Like it's yeah. I'm done. now. I mean, yeah. Thursday night we have a nine o'clock game, so I'll watch that. But if nothing's not watchable, I'm not going to go out of my way for it. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to some other things. Let's get a few more roundtables before we get Sophia and Megan on. Um, Max, what you got? Um, just goodbye to the Pac-10. RIP. Rest in peace. Hello to the new Big Ten. 
What are you guys' thoughts on them recruiting Washington and Oregon and UCLA and USC? Sucks I think it's sweet Rutgers. for football. I think it's sweet for football, shitty for everything else. I think it's crazy. I don't think they care. Um, I'm excited to see what the Big Ten soccer players say about it. I just wrote that down. The Missouri football head coach had a very important press conference. I loved everything he said. He said, yeah, football is going to make it work because we're dogs, you know, and we only play once a week. But what about the softball players and the baseball players? I got to travel there on a Tuesday night and go back to class on a Thursday. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a little tough. Like, yeah. Yep. So I was going to bring that up to our guests coming up. I wanted to not see only, Not only for the players, but for the fans. I saw, you know uh, – California fans waking up at what 6 a.m. to watch the 9 a.m. kickoff situation like that's gonna suck I our serenity now can't watch <laughs> Golden State you know in the finals it's gonna be for the Big Ten. Oh no yeah we'll see who they cater yeah. to east coast or west coast oh it'll be the east coast but um we'll see I don't know I'm not with it but I'm not completely against it I don't think I think things had to happen uh, it just is what it is because I think teams went to the Big 12 first. There were three teams that dipped out to the Big 12, so the Big 10 said, oh, we'll step in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is what it is. It's a good it's a good uh, bring up Max is on my list as well. Sam, what do you have? Uh, Messi currently putting Miami on their back to carry them through the MLS Cup Series. I don't know exactly what it's called. Uh, but he, fun fact, he has the most goals on the team after only playing three games, four games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Max literally said he's a glitch. Neither of us replied to him, but he really is a glitch. Yes. Yeah. His free kick was even better than the first one. Did his you? I saw one? a clip. The wow. clip of his free kick, though. So he takes the ball, moves it forward like 12 inches, moves it forward yeah, 12 inches. He does it like four or five times. And like you can like see it completely change the angle. And then he just bends it right in that corner. Like <laughs> it was, it was wild to see that happen. He's awesome. yeah, so, that's so, a good yeah. one um quickly for my side yeah so i was in california speaking i was in oakland went to an a's game uh they played the giants crazy crazy atmosphere nothing like comerica probably uh will ever be just different different they're built different uh yeah i'll just say they're built different um <laughs> there they did win me money though i put a bet on them before i left so shout out to the a's um and then i ran super random i was in a post office in pebble beach ran to a dude and it was closed and he's like hey what do you need it's like just some stamps he's like yeah i got you he went to his truck and he came back in and he's like yeah so where are you from I was like michigan i had a michigan hat on he's like oh i've been to pontiac why have you been to pontiac michigan he's like well the silver dome like, what he's like yeah i was in the nfl for a year or two played six games for the seahawks he told me this long snapper but i looked up he's a tight end long snapper so both um Jim Lawton, shout out to Jim Lawton, paid for my uh, stamps out in Pebble Beach, California. So if you're <laughs> listening, Jim, thank you. But, <laughs> Max, anything else? Yeah, my last one is uh, could have been a serenity now for the commander's offense, the Washington commander's offense, for getting butthurt about their new offense coordinator being too mean to them. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you guys have heard about this story yet, but uh, their coach, Eric Bienema. He was the former yep. Chiefs offense coordinator. He's now Washington's. And uh, he was being a little too, I guess, mean to his players and telling them this is it. And if you don't like it, you can go find a new team kind of thing. And the Chief or the commanders went and complained to their head coach. And then the head That's coach awesome. 
head coach had to go in and step in and kind of like pump the brakes. But he's like, no, I just won two Super Bowls. I was the offense coordinator of the year. I'm not doing, I'm not changing for these people. These people are nothing. So there's a whole thing going on up there. Logma. So, yeah. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, all right. Sam, I'm going to ask. I know you don't have anything else. So we're good. All right. That's all for the sports roundtable. Uh, I think there's some good stuff. My last thing quickly is three more Saturdays until college football boys. So we're, we're getting geared up. Uh, we're excited. I'm excited. I hope you all are also excited. But let's move on to the main focus of tonight. The main focus of Stay Golden, Goal for Girls, is an interview session with our first ever reoccurring guest, Miss Sophia Romine, who is heading into her senior season at the University of Minnesota, where she was third highest point earner and will be leaned on this year for experience and goal scoring ability. Second, Sophia Wave. So we know Hi. who <laughs> <laughs> and we have Miss Megan Plashko. Hopefully I said that right. Who will be making her first LTES appearance. And she's heading into her fifth year with the University of Minnesota, where she'll look to build on a solid 2022 season where she had six shutouts. Welcome, Sophia, and welcome, Megan. Thank you both for joining. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for having, having us. us. Absolutely. That was in sync. Impressive. That's a, <laughs> that's a chemistry already. Look at that. I love that. So we have a goalie and a forward-ish. Is that correct? Yeah, midfield. Forward. Midfield. All right. Attacking midfielder. I like that. Yep. Um, so we already talked about the USA soccer game. Uh, I'll get the ball rolling. What, do you, what are your thoughts, both of you? Let's hear them. Uh, I don't mind that they lost. I don't know. <laughs> so said she didn't want them to win no, from the start. Know. So yeah. she's happy about that. Yeah. I, I, think that's what I Not surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was coming. I so, Sophia, think- you are on record, literally on the podcast, saying that you didn't think USA was going to win. So, sh- impressive. Oh. Shout out to you. <laughs> Do you remember who you picked to win? England? England and, and or Germany. So, you have England, at least. <laughs> Tough on Germany, but yeah. So, shout out to you for having that. Okay. Yeah, all Megan, right. Megan, what are your thoughts? Um... I'm, like, disappointed the way it happened, I think. I don't think, like, obviously I'm a goalie, so, like, looking at the way that that ball went in, like, I just, I think, like, I feel so bad for Alyssa Nair. I think that she gets a lot of, she doesn't get the credit that she deserves sometimes. Like, she, a lot of people want to point fingers really quick at her, but she was the first goalkeeper to ever score and save a penalty in, like, a World Cup. Like, that's pretty cool, and so... I just think, I mean, like, I didn't think they had a chance at winning it just based on their group stage, but I don't think any team should ever go out the way they did. Like, that was heartbreaking. Well said. She was the best player, Alyssa Nairn. I, like, yeah. That was impressive as shit. I, I told my mom I felt bad for her the most. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Would, our would you now, ever? Yeah, that's Sam. Would you ever want to step up and take a, a shot as a goalie in a PK situation? Yeah, I took all the penalty kicks for my high school team for my juniors. <laughs> I love, love it I, because I think there's so much less pressure on, like, that side of the ball. Like, I'm used to, like, <laughs> like oh, I can kind of play mind games with you because I know exactly what gets into the goalie's yeah. head. So, yeah. What was, I, what was your I, uh, percentage? I only missed one. Let's go. I took yeah. it from the team. I only missed one as well. I was, like, 11 to 12, I think. I think yep. 
Max and Sam both took them as well. Where were you guys? Yeah, I don't think I took as many as you, Dylan, but I did take them. And I don't think I ever got one saved. I may have missed the net once or twice, but I never got one saved. Biggest save. Yeah, same here. Missed one. Saved. All right, I, Sophia. I what did you say? Sophia, what is, what's your? Do you take penalty kicks? Are you a penalty kicker? Sometimes, like if I need to, but I'm not like the first to go up there and be like, I'll take it. Like, if I have to take it, I will. All right, respect. That was, uh, I'm going to quickly, I'm going to do two in a row now, but quickly flip it. So Megan, what is your save percentage, would you say? I guess, roughly. For, like, penalty kicks? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only had, I think, three or four against me in college. At TCU last year, uh, she missed Lynette, so that was a save. My, <laughs> my junior year, I saved when I faced and then last year against Illinois they scored on their PK so two of three I guess I think yeah, I don't know very impressive that's overly impressive well nice all right Sam give us another question I'm out I mean I'll be honest just because we're on the topic of extra time and PKs and said how does the big time play it out do they do extra time is it just like you continue to play or do you actually go to a PK situation if you're tied so for regular season, there's no overtime at all. Like you just finish yeah. in a draw right away. That's but new this year. That was new last year. Yeah. Last year. Like last year was the oh. first year like that. And then for Big Ten tournament and NCAA, I think it's two 15 minute halves. Two ten or fifteen. Two yeah. ten or two ten or two fifteen halves, and there's no golden goal. And then if you're tied after that, you go into shoot. Okay. Okay. So pretty similar then. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Max, what you got? Oh, so um, I saw you guys' social media. I did some digging. But some girl on your team got 20.1 on the beep test. Uh, what did yeah. you guys get on the beep test? All right, for our listeners that are wondering about the beep test, it's literally you listen to a noise and it beeps. How far do you have to run? Like 21.5 yards. Ours, uh, The field players is different for the goalies. Okay. So you it's run like- down and then the noise beeps and you have to run back. You have to, you have to get there. Time. Yeah, and yeah. it speeds up every level. So. Yeah. 20.1 is very impressive. Very impressive. Ladies, what did you guys get? So we have to get 17.1, and then we had a bus get into 18s, and then she got 20. So that was, like, really good. And then what did you get? You got- I got, like, 17.7, but we do, like, a, we don't do the full – we don't do the 21-yard run one. We do a different one because yeah. we mm-hmm. don't – don't have to run you don't have game. to move yeah that makes sense <laughs> that's yeah. crazy i saw that and i was like blown away because we have to do that we did that for hockey also we did the beep test and i think ours our minimum was like we had to get through 15 and then guys would just stop after 15 which isn't really that bad but like i saw 20 i was like holy smokes uh, i think we calculated it was like 56 reps of yeah. the sprints or something yeah. like that, that it was amazing <laughs> that's crazy. awesome she didn't even look tired. She was just like, my right. legs are numb. We, we had, had to get, like, like 17-1, so everyone passed this year, so everyone did really good. Yeah. It just seems like 17-1's really hard, but 20 just makes it seem like it's, like, easy, but it's yeah. This was the first year that everyone passed, so that was, like, a record. And then Meg, who is the <laughs> 20 one, that's a program record, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who was so, it? Megan Nemec. She's a transfer. She's what a fifth transfer from Loyola. 11. All right, all right. Later, so we, to piggyback you know, that game, so we need, yeah, we'll we'll get into numbers later. <laughs> so to piggyback that question, though, guys, you mentioned like a requirement. Do you guys have a requirement that you have to pass 
a certain physical fitness test in order to be a part of the team. Like if you don't do it, you're cut. You have to like pass it to play. And then like, if you don't pass the first retest to retest until you pass it. Okay. And you don't get to practice until you pass. So you just kind of run the whole time if you don't pass. (laughs) Usually, Usually if people don't pass the first time, they pass the second time because like it was just nerves or whatever. You're all built. You're all there for a reason. So you can all do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Quick, easy question. Who are the 2023 20, captains this year? If you guys have captains. She's one. I'm one. And then Sophia Bowman is the other. She's number nine. Number nine. All right. And Megan, what number are you? I'm number 32. All right. Congratulations. Thank so, you. I know from reading stuff today that you are back-to-back captains then, correct? Yeah, so Bowman, this is Bowman's first year being a captain, and then this will be my third season. Holy moly, nice. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> also, shout out to you. Um, I know you had six shutouts last year, Megan, uh, but you were on the uh, Big Ten watch list, right, to start the year as like a highly like first 10 Big Ten player. Um, I don't know how it ended up, but you were your junior, technical junior must have been very, very successful. Yeah, we had a shutout non-conference my junior year, so Rose first year. So we won our first eight games without conceding a goal, which was really cool. Badass. Nice. That's awesome. All right, cool. I will concede to Max. All right, so I'm looking at your guys' schedule. I don't know if you guys have, like, memorized or anything, but what is your biggest game you're looking forward to this year? Like, one that's circled on the calendar right now. Georgia. Ooh. Well, for non-conference, it'd be Georgia. Okay, and yeah. Wisconsin, obviously, is a big one. And then Michigan, too. It's cool because our first Big Ten game's at Michigan. Nice. I did see Georgia. You guys are in Georgia, which is pretty badass, too. So yeah. Field's going to be really cool, and they're good. So Yeah. I would say the same three. I mean, Michigan's field is just so fun to go play at. Wisconsin is obviously, like, the border battle game. Never been to Georgia. I would say another one is we get to play Michigan State yeah, at, at home this year, and Naira who knocks out of the Big Ten tournament last year. So it'll be it'll be fun to be able to like play at our place, like have a little rematch of that game, and try and get some get get that one back from them. Hoping hoping you certainly do. I don't think I know Sam's not too hardcore, but Max and I definitely do not like Michigan State whatsoever. So yeah, definitely yeah. hoping that for that. Um, nice, good question, man, Sam. Yeah, that Georgia game should be pretty fun. When do you guys come down? To Georgia? When do you go down? Yeah. Um, the, we leave the no, we leave the 30th and play them the 31st. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we'll uh-huh. probably we head back the next day because we play St. Thomas that Sunday then. So gotcha. Okay, so that is one of my questions. Like the the flow of the season, is it a lot of back to back games or do you guys get quite a bit of rest in between games? I'm not exactly like, what does that look like for your guys' season this year? So, we usually play Thursday, Sunday. And okay. this year, we have a lot of split weekends, which is, like, you're home or, like, you're either home or away on Thursday. And then you – so, like, say we have a home game Thursday away on Sunday or vice versa. So, a lot of, like, those split weekends. But we do have two two one-game weeks. We play Creighton and Michigan on back-to-back weeks on a Friday, and those are our only games, which will be kind of nice. So that's kind of the days or the two weeks this season that we'll get a lot of time, like more rest. Yeah. 
So the follow-up question, which day is your favorite to play on? Well, Friday, I think, a, I think like a Thursday or Friday night game. Yeah. Night games are fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's hard to beat under the lights. Yeah. yeah. Does that affect the goaltending? Um, I would just say that like two things. One, I don't have to deal with the sun in my eyes as much the second half, which sometimes during Sunday games it is really hard because it's like the middle of the day, so it's really bright and the sun is like very bright. But also as you get into like October, it's really cold. And just like I'm not around the whole time. And so I would say that's like the two ways. Otherwise, no. I just like playing at night. Because even like our Sunday games are at one, but you pretty much have you have pregame meal at nine and it's like crazy from then on. Like you don't stop. We're like a Thursday game, your game day stuff starts at three. So you like all morning to kind of get ready. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nice. Okay. I'm gonna go more of a deep question here. Not like deep, deep, but just generally. So what does a successful 2023 season? look like for the both of you so it's a question for both of you so you can answer it you will answer it separately but what does a successful season look like this year well like team wise when i win the big 10 for sure let's go can you yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> love it love the confidence yes yeah. i love this we you are our biggest big 10 soccer team like we're rooting for you like we want you guys to win we want you both to yeah be big 10 champions this year i love this so much Who's the biggest, uh, I don't know, team that's standing in your way? Say Michigan State, just because they won last year, and I think they got a couple more good players. So I think they're pretty. They're going to be pretty good again. I think Penn, like State. Penn State is a good one. Penn State is just historically yeah. a powerhouse in the Big Rutgers Ten. Rutgers does well. So those okay. three there, but I'd say with the Big Ten too, like any team on any year, like Purdue had their year right. two years ago. Last year it was Michigan State. Two or two years ago was Rutgers. Three years ago was Purdue. Like every team yeah. just has their year right. that they just kind of come yeah. out of nowhere. And especially right. with the transfer portal and stuff right now, like you can get a couple of transfers that just change your like change your team. Yeah. And crazy. I know Penn State got some big transfers. Yeah. They got probably one of Northwestern's best players from last year. Yeah, in their wow. midfield, and like just competitive. Yeah. Like everyone's good. But. All right, mm-hmm. Sophia, answer is winning the Big Ten. All right, like that. Megan? Yeah, I'm going to – I would say, yeah, win the Big Ten and then make it to the NCAA tournament. So yeah. whether – like, if you win the Big Ten tournament, you get an automatic bid. Yep. But, like, no matter what happens, just making it to the NCAA tournament, like, being able to experience that. I mean, this is my fifth year, and I've never been able to make the tournament, so that's definitely, like, something. And I think that it's cool because this year there's just, like, such an energy in our team that, like – I've never had before when I've been here about just like it's that or bust and there's no other option and it's just a really really fun environment so I think those are definitely like the two biggest goals and it's kind of like there's no other option other than making those two tournaments or like winning the big 10 and then finding a way to make the NCAA tournament too badass last year how many big 10 uh teams went went to the tournament eight right I think it's oh went to the NCAA tournament NCAA NCAA yeah yeah Michigan State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Ohio State, Northwestern. Northwestern. No, Wisconsin didn't make it. Oh wait, yes, they like did. Five. No, or five. A good or chunk. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so we about like 
we we're going to win the tournament, but let's just say hypothetically we don't, we can still do really well. And then we do well in our non-conference games. Yeah. So that can still get us there. So like either we have, way, we have a couple of big games. Like if we can win at Georgia, we can win Milwaukee and Marquette and then be in like the top four of the big 10 by the end of the regular season. Like yeah. we would be setting ourselves up pretty good. Very realistic. Let's go. All right. I like that. Cool. Sam, what you got? Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, I'll hit with the one. So I actually have a, have a buddy and he is a high school women's varsity coach. Uh, he currently has seven players signed up to play this season and he's reaching out to young people. So what would your guys's tips advice be to get young girls to join soccer, to play soccer? Uh, I think a big part of it would be like the teammates you meet and like the environment you're in and just like, I don't know, you're all, like, working for the same goal together, and I think that, like, builds a bond with each other, like, within school or whatnot. So I think that'd be a big thing. It's just, like, growing up, I love the friendships I made and stuff, and it, like, shaped me a lot of who I am today. Like, so I think that's a big, big thing. And it's fun. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think people probably think of soccer and think of, like, running, like, eight miles a game, which probably stops a lot of people. But I would go off what Rose said, like, it's – you learn so much about yourself in soccer and, like, sport in general – but, like, the friendships and the teammates that you have in your life, like, we joke around. We literally spend every – our team, we have 28 people, and we – all 28 of us only hang out, like, with each other. Like, we love each other. Like, we're literally one big happy family over here. And I would say that, like, that's the part of it that makes it all worth it. Like, the hard workouts, the hard practices, like, the ups and downs of season. Like, I would just say the friendships and the connections that you make and, like, the ability to, like – learn how to deal with hard things with yeah. the people around you is like a really big part of soccer and you're like not stuck in it so even if you want to try it for like a year yeah even in college too if you don't love it it's not like it's like it's not permanent yet yeah you know i tried he he struggle busting over there trying to get people to play <laughs> sorry Katie. that's because he's in the state of indiana it's weird <laughs> <laughs> all right man what you got um, so Dylan asked about a team goal or two. Like, so if you gotta give us a personal goal and Megan a personal goal, personal goal for yourselves this year. Well, I'd say one thing for me that I want to like improve on would be like my passing wise, like key passes, and just like setting up goals for like forwards or other players. I'd say like uh, improving on that, and then it's another thing. I'd say, like, confidence is a big thing for me. I know that's not, like, on the stat sheet or anything, but I think just my con- my confidence with just, like, my dribbling and just, like, knowing what I can do. And just, yeah. like, my senior year now, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've already just taken everything I've learned and just kind of just doing it, you know? I love so. that. That's good. Yeah. Um, at the start, or the start of our spring season, I set a goal that I want to be top three in the Big Ten in all of the major save categories. So goals against average – saves per game goals against like uh goals against total and then um like save percentage those are kind of like the four key because I think that if I can do that that's like a big step in achieving our goals of like being a big 10 champion making the NCAA tournament and I've been close in years past but never like been able to be that have that consistency through games so that's something that I really want to try and that's awesome. Those are both very good goals for both of you. Like, sweet. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, good answers. Real good answers. Um, okay. So I think Sam, we're gonna go back to you. Okay. 
All right, all right. So Dylan, or Max, I don't know. Somebody asked about who your biggest competition is. But who's a team that you just like train rack over? Just don't, they don't even matter. They're just like suck. Doormat. Big, big ten wise. I don't know. There's no one that's no? like there's like there's been teams definitely in the past that like even if they're the bottom team in the Big Ten, you go play them and you're like, holy crap, like these Maryland. guys are not didn't win a game last year, I don't think, and we went to one. Yeah. Like, and it was a good game. And, and then they lost to seven Ohio State. And but... like we played we played um, Illinois one year and they were like five fifth or sixth in the Big Ten and we were like ninth or tenth and we won five zero. Like that's the thing. Like one time last year the there was three points separating second from like eighth or ninth in the Big Ten. Like it's so close yeah. all the time that like okay. even if that 10 11 12 13 14 spot like you're not bad like no, yeah. like said, like even when we went to maryland last year and they hadn't won a game like they gave us a run for our money for right. sure yeah all right big 10 has no oh. doormats that's good to know <laughs> soccer in the big 10 i like that um okay i'm going to ask a big 10-ish question uh so you probably both are aware of the realignment of sorts right of college sports um just generally what are your thoughts so megan i i don't know i mean maybe if you get you know obviously we're not even going to say this i'm gonna knock on wood and i'm gonna say it anyway but if you were not if you were to get injured in like game one which you're not going to it's not going to happen uh you can come back next year but it's not going to happen sophia you could probably get a fifth year um but what are your thoughts on the realignment of the whole pack 10 i guess shifting in Funny enough, I already have a sixth year of eligibility. So (laughs) let's go. Happen for that to happen. (laughs) But um, I think that I saw a Mizzou uh football coach talk about it, and I think he put it perfectly that they thought about football and these like football plays one game a weekend, which they their travel is chartered. They have buses waiting to pick them up and drop them off exactly where they have to be. And you think about it for us, we fly commercial airlines if we go, if we fly. And like, there's been days where we get home at three o'clock in the morning because our flight is coming in late. And like, you think about flying into Penn State, you're flying into a six terminal airport. Like it is not a big airport with a ton of flights coming in and out. And so, and you think about these split weekends that we're talking about. So, okay, we have to go play UCLA on a Thursday, come home to Minnesota, probably Friday morning recover all day Friday, have a day before game practice Saturday and be expected ready to play after a two hour time difference change, like come back and be ready to play on Sunday. I just think that like that was a bit overlooked. And unless they want to invest in the smaller sports, like you think about baseball, they play on Wednesdays and then play a series every weekend or like, and they don't get a charter. Like they drove to like Omaha this year, which like for us, we're lucky (laughs) would be able to fly but unless they want to start chartering for those types of games or you think about like ucla to penn state is a five-hour flight with a three-hour time change like you're gonna ask a soccer team to go do that and then come back and play at their home again that weekend i just think that like yeah maybe there will be more money but unless that money is equally distributed to help every other program then it's like the the little guys kind of got forgot about and like as you add more west coast teams you like at first it was like oh ucla and usc that's like one weekend a year 
but now it's two weekends a year and it might be three weekends a year that like you're having to deal with that travel I just don't like I just like it how it is like yeah I just love the Big Ten I don't know and I just like the idea of going like playing UCLA let's say in non-conference like those are non-conference games that are fun now you play UCLA and it's like in conference which is still cool but like I don't know I just kind of for soccer wise I think it's just kind of and like getting the now the defending national champion added into our conference you're getting USC which is a top 25 program every like we've even gotten surveys and stuff prior to Oregon and Washington joining about how are you going to do the big 10 tournament? Are we going to have a tournament or is it just going to be the top four teams go? Is it going to be like an eight person tournament still, even though we're going to have 16 teams, is it going to be this or that? So it's like those logistics that are going to occur next year that they don't even have to figure it out. And like, even if they did, they're going to have to readjust it because instead of what we have 18 teams now. Yeah. That's just like two different teams. Yep. That's, That's like, even like, and like, if they split up Big Ten East and West, it's like, okay, but I love playing Penn State right. because that's a Big Ten Michigan, team. Like, Michigan I love State, playing, Mich- yeah, like all those teams. It's just yeah. like, it. I don't know, and I feel bad. For, like, as someone from Minnesota, like I stayed here so my parents could come watch me play, and I would be pissed if I went to Oregon or Washington or something, and I'm like oh, every other weekend or every weekend, you're going to have to travel halfway across the country to right. come watch me play. 14 games, yeah, out of your yeah. 18. Yeah, no right. kidding. We play, what, 11 conference games? Yeah. Like, what are we going to play that much? But then who do we play? Or, like, yeah. are we going to get less games, more games? I don't know. It's just kind of – if they figure it out and it's really good, then, like, that's really yeah. great. Right now it just seems like it's just a mess. Yeah, so you both are really, really excited. That's awesome. Good to hear <laughs> <laughs> but funny enough Megan like that's really cool but yeah we'll see funny enough Megan Max uh great minds think like Max literally mentioned the Missouri's uh head football coach as well so previously yeah. in the podcast so that's good stuff um all right we're down to minute 50 we still have 11 questions potentially left so what we're going to do is we're going to break right now Sam is that all right he's our hey. tech guy Yes, we do whatever we want, Dylan. I'll make it work. All right. All right, we have the green light. <laughs> so we will close out on episode 47, Stay Golden, Go for Girls. You guys know, like, Stay stay Golden, Pony Boy. That's okay. <laughs> there we go. Um. So we'll wrap this up quickly here, and then we'll come back, part two, or maybe we'll streamline it, depending on how so well Sam's tech stuff is. Um. And we'll uh, come back in here and get it on with questions. See you soon, everyone. <laughs>